1: one for podcasting. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and
2: iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller.
1: Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO.
0: All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Uh, myself, Ken Miller, and my partner, Trent Condon, we talk with you for the next couple of hours, taking right up until, well, just before noon, Monday through Friday, and thanks for spending some of your morning here with us. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list here today, we will continue our look at the four local teams uh, as far as how they drafted. We've done the Chiefs. We've done the Packers. Today, the Minnesota Vikings uh, will be up. Ted Glover from the uh, DailyNorseman.com uh, will join us at about oh, 10 minutes from now. Not quite 10 minutes from now. We'll get Ted in here. Vikings had a boatload of picks. As, um, as I take a look at the four locals, I thought that they did the best. Would you agree, Trent?
3: I think so. They had the sheer volume of picks and picks that also made sense. You know, last summer we had the conversation a lot. I love that Vikings roster. I loved what they were looking like, 1 through 53. It'll be Mm -hmm. 1 through 55 this year with the expanded rosters. They need it, by the way. And a couple extra guys that'll be involved on the active rosters. But I still like this team. I still like the talent on it. And the Packers, a year ago, they went 13 and 3. Credit to them. They get Mm -hmm. to the NFC Championship game. Of course, that didn't go very well. But putting it mildly, I think the Vikings certainly. They're the favorite for me in that division. Well, they're the
0: favorite in in Vegas in that division,
3: too. The Packers won so many close games Mm -hmm. a year ago, and it felt like every bounce went their way. I just like the Vikings better coming into the season and I, I don't have much hope in my Bears. I don't have a whole lot of hope no. that the Lions are going to take a big step forward and because of that, I put the Vikings certainly at the top.
0: I'm with you. I think they are the favorites uh, in the North. Uh, Packers are the Packers. Anytime, as long as 12 is under center, they've got that a helps. chance. Absolutely does. Uh, so we'll take a look at the Vikings. We'll do Restaurant Radio. It's Thursday after all. We'll do Restaurant Radio coming up about 10:20 20 uh, or thereabouts. We'll run down our restaurants and we're going to do Catch Des Moines, get uh, Brock from catch des moines in here they got a couple of uh, interesting things coming up at their website of course that's kind of a for lack of a better term a catch-all for what's going on in our fair city so catch des moines uh in here there's a group a construction company that um so we were talking with joe palmer on tuesday he Mm -hmm. owns palmer's deli and at some point toward the end of our conversation joe brought up the fact that they're still doing those box lunches and if you work in an office. If your office has ever done any catering uh, over the years, there's a pretty good chance Palmer's uh, has showed up in your office uh, around the board table or whatever it is where you got where you gather to have your uh, your corporate luncheons. Um, you know, with the brownie and everything. And and somebody called right after that, Trent. I answered the phone and he said, "You know, I'm th- thank this for what we're doing, which is nice to hear mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, you know the outreach that we're uh, that NCMIC makes possible for uh, some of the local restaurants." He said, "Our." The company I work for is re, it's a construction company, and they're rewarding their employees, their workers, with a box lunch for 80 days of no accidents on the job, or oh, great. 100 days, 100 days of no accidents on the job. But I thought, you know what? I want to have this company on for a couple of reasons. It'll lead us into reminding folks that I know you're not in the office anymore. Mm-hmm. You're still doing Zoom, and I'm assuming that a company would. Deliver lunches all over the city, right yeah, to their yeah. employees, so they can break bread together on Zoom and then get into their staff meeting. So we're going to do that. Uh, Catch Des Moines is going to be a part of it. Uh, Mad be- Mad Meatball, very popular spot. Now mm-hmm. you said that they're undergoing construction.
3: Yeah, they're moving locations. So Mad Meatball is uh, well a South Side place that my wife and her friends would go to after work all the time. Okay, and a little disappointed that they're changing, but they're going through and renovating and opening up a new place. And so they're of that- it, they've always been on the South Side. I thought they were in East Village for some reason. Or maybe it is East Village. Well, yeah. I, the, I just know my wife went there afterwards. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm always working, so I, I, had, I never was able to meet up, but I just it's knew that was the place. good thing because you would, she wouldn't have been on where right. you were because exactly. she would have been in East Village anyway. Right. I would have missed that one. But, yeah, they're going through it and building, so they're still doing their pizza, still doing their great food, but they're doing it at a different location. We'll find out a little bit more with Andy coming up here during Restaurant uh,
0: Horizon Town Coffee is a local company shop on uh, Walnut, uh, and we will talk with them, and then Barntown Brewing. We'll wrap things up. We will hear from Governor Kim Reynolds and then our friend Vinny Eyer from the Sporting News. Uh, a lot of NFL conversation. Look, there's a ton of NFL conversation. Mm-hmm. We're certainly grateful for that. NFL moves the needle. And we'll have uh, Vinny Eyer, national columnist for the Sporting News, three-time Jeopardy! Uh, champion uh, in his past and a Northwestern grad. So Vinny Eyer, Trent, and I will talk NFL, as we will here on the Vikings in just a couple of minutes. More news this morning. Veteran quarterback uh, Andy Dalton. Look, this is no surprise to anyone. When you draft Joe Burrow, one overall, uh, there's a pretty good chance that your incumbent quarterback and his big contract are going to uh, be getting their mail in a different city. And that's the case for Andy Dalton, as he was officially let go this morning by the Bengals. So that's three veteran quarterbacks, at least three. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton, MVP of 2015. NFC champion quarterback on the street. Andy Dalton, five playoff appearances. He's better than I think he gets credit for.
3: I, I agree with that. Yes. He's better than average. Uh huh. And I think it's the, uh, he's a Bengals. <laughs> right. But yeah, he took the Bengals be. to the playoffs five times.
0: Five times. Right. That's impressive. I, I agree with you. I think he's better than he gets credit for. And, of course, Joe Flacco, who was in Andy Dalton's division for a long time and finished up last year with the Broncos before getting hurt and losing his gig to a future Hall of Famer in Drew lock. Uh, so, uh, Joe, you
3: didn't stop me. I, I'm letting you go. <laughs> it's the offseason. You can speculate. You can throw out wild things. Okay. We'll just let him go now. <laughs> I do like my squad, by the way. I, you should like your. squad. I think that they uh, the arrow is pointing up. I don't know if you should like your quarterback as much as you seemingly do. It feels like you're trying to talk yourself I, into it's it. 100, you're 100 percent right. <laughs> like you won four. If you five say it starts. enough times, and it's going
0: to come to right, fruition. Right, exactly. But I think Elway is. Putting some pieces together. Finally. Anyways, well, they're ch- everybody's chasing the Chiefs. I'm not saying they've caught the Chiefs. I don't think anybody has. I hope somebody does, but I'm not sure that anybody has. So, of the three quarterbacks, back to reality here, mm-hmm. and we'll leave Drew Locke on the sidelines for now. Uh, Flacco, Dalton, Newton. I think Flacco's a long shot to get a gig. He's injured It's yeah. a as a as a neck injury with Flacco. Uh, I don't know if it's similar to Peyton Manning's or not, but look, he's had a good career. He's made a yes. ton of money. He's won a Super Bowl. But Dalton or Newton, let's narrow it to those two.
3: For this year? For this year. Then it's Andy Dalton. I think it is, too. It's Andy Dalton for this year. But if you're looking at more kind of a three-year type of deal, a three-year stopgap, whatever it may be, then I think i lean back towards mm-hmm. Cam Newton if you extend it out at least a little bit further. Uh, Dalton, is he a placeholder at this point? Is he a guy that can get you to the playoffs? If you have a good team, I think so. Is he Case Keenum or is he better than I think he's better than Case Keenum. You know, that Keenum season in Minnesota. That oh, was unbelievable. Looking back a couple of years yeah. ago. It, it, and it's then they jettisoned all three quarterbacks. Right, right. To bring in <laughs> Kirk Cousins, right. which felt like it was going to be the final piece. Okay. And alas, it has not been. But I... When the Bears were talked about, there was speculation with Andy Dalton. I wasn't in. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think that he was going to be good enough. And now, kind of looking the way it played out, I would have preferred Andy Dalton mm-hmm. to Nick Foles, certainly. Well, you would have got him for nothing. But that would have helped, too. He
0: gave up a fourth-round pick and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, more money on Foles' contract. He's 21 guaranteed. I think Dalton was 17. Um, and the fact you cut him. I mean, the, the uh, Bengals are eating that money, or certainly a big chunk of it if you sign him. So, yeah, I'm with you, Trent, the way that it worked out. Look, I'm just, as I've said, and this is kind of a hot take, but I but I really mean this. I think Trubisky's going to give um, Nick Foles all he wants
3: in training camp. Ugh, I, I do. I, I just can't see it. I know. You brought in a guy to take over. Yes. Mitchell Trubisky, his... His reign is After over. After
0: admitting you made a mistake, which mm-hmm. is hard to do. Right. I mean, if it's if it's a new regime in there, that's easy. That's not my guy. He's out the door. But Pace is still calling the shots there, and he was the shot caller on that fateful night when they said no to Watson and Mahomes.
3: Unbelievable.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was, uh, what is it, old takes exposed. Uh-huh. The Twitter account, they had something about that draft. Uh, I think it was yesterday that I saw it and talking about, you know, I don't like what the Bears did for Trubisky, but boy. Look at what Houston and Kansas City had to do to get to their position. I'd much rather be in the bear spot and compared <laughs> Well, Ew here my. we are.
0: Yeah, that didn't that that didn't work out well. Speaking of tweets that may or may not have worked out well, there was a guy yesterday, Trent, that tweeted that um, and and I want to get his name right because I never heard of him. I looked him up on on Twitter. Um, Joe Doyle. He's only got like two thousand followers, um, which you know for some people that means something. But if you're in the news breaking business, I think you're better off looking for the blue check mark. Um and if you don't have the blue check mark like it's it's not a be all end all if you have the blue check mark it certainly doesn't mean you're right but it does mean that you've been you know you've you know you've got some sort of credibility behind you the follower thing like Paul Allen, our friend in the Twin Cities I think he's got a hundred thousand or thereabouts twitter followers he he's not a blue check marker but this guy's got two thousand and he tweeted out that he's hearing the minor league the minor league baseball across the board is going to be canceled. Uh and he's standing by that story. Now he says that he's writes for baseball America. Baseball America came out and said, no, you don't on their Twitter. Um but regardless, this guy is dying on that hill. He continues to say, look, I didn't go seeking this information. This information from four different sources was passed to me. So I called Randy Wayhoe from the Iowa Cubs on the way in this morning, spoke with him. Um Look, here's the bottom line. And Randy's going to join us tomorrow at 11.30. Nobody knows.
3: It's all speculation.
0: Like everything is speculation. Major League Baseball doesn't know when they're going to start.
3: But it does make sense. Because Minor League Baseball, it is different. Minor League Sports are different. You need fans to survive. Yes. It's different that way. There are not big radio, media no. rights deals out there for TV, radio, those kind Precisely. of things. Precisely. That's not the way this uh-huh. is. For the big leagues, yeah, just get it on television. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to pay some bills. And... ESPNs and Fox Sports of the world, they want to have content, too. And they know that they're going to be able to sell advertising and well, be able to pay, get their freight from Dish Network, who still doesn't want to pay, Yeah, and, and that avenue. So it makes sense there. For minor league sports, though, we are talking, I mean, it's the same avenue, but uh-huh. it's, it's a couple side streets over to get to the comparison between major league sports and minor league sports. More. If they came out and said, if, if that story comes to fruition today, I'm not going to be surprised. One bit.
0: No, I wouldn't either.
3: Especially if it goes,
0: you know, if we're in July and Major League Baseball is, you know, we're targeting the 20th of July. Right. So that means you're targeting August 1st for Minor League Baseball. You know what it's like trying to draw a crowd Mm -hmm. after kids go back to school in September and football's going on, at least we assume. Well, no, we hope, fingers crossed, do we get it. Let's talk Vikings. Uh, Ted Glover, Daily Norseman. Uh, is our uh, go-to guy when it comes to the Vikings. He joins us. They had a boatload of picks. Uh, Ted, I thought of the air quote, our four local teams in Des Moines, uh, Vikings, Bears, Packers and Chiefs, I thought the Vikings had the best draft. In fact, I'll go through their first five. Now, I don't know much about Wanham from South Carolina. When I watched South Carolina it was was Kinlaw who jumped off the television set, but I do know a lot about James Lynch from Baylor. Uh, This kid's a steal in the fourth round. He's got one of those motor guys and is an overachiever, but Jefferson, Gladney, Cleveland, Cameron Dantzler from Mississippi State. I thought that Spielman and company just absolutely crushed this draft.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree, and, and thanks for having me on again, guys. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I, I really liked what the Vikings did in, like, you, I would go with the first three, four, what they had, 23 picks, Let me count the first six picks, with Jefferson, Gladney, Cleveland, Dantzler, Wanham, and uh, Lynch, and then I'd even go as far as Troy Die, the linebacker out okay. of um, I, The rest of the guys are—I I mean, I, with with that many picks, not all these guys are going to make the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I I thought the Troy Die pick was intriguing for a couple reasons. I I, I kind of speculated before the draft they might try and get a linebacker in the middle rounds because now that Dom Capers is on the Viking staff, I'm. It will not shock me if they do a little. some 3-4 looks now that they have an extra linebacker I think they can do that with. But yeah, the the first Jefferson, Gladney, Cleveland, Dantzler, you can't complain at all. Um, DJ Wanham I think is a guy that could eventually develop and be pretty good. Uh, Same with possibly James Lynch. I, I, I really don't have any complaints about uh, who the Vikings drafted or, or where they drafted them for the most part.
3: You know, the sheer volume of it, 15 picks overall, you got to feel like it's going to be incredibly difficult for those late round flyers, for any of them to make their way certainly onto the active roster coming up this season. Would you like to see Spielman try to do something? I, I know it's difficult to package certainly those late round picks and, and get something for the future, but that just that number of 15, it feels like too much.
2: It, it kind of does. Um, but he did make some deals. Uh, he, he made a couple deals in, I want to say, the the fourth and fifth round. I'd have to go back to look. Where he traded a pick from the current draft class for, for I, I believe, a fourth and a fifth round pick next year in two separate deals. So he didn't hold on to absolutely everything he had. So he did make some moves. And, and although, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen maybe um, a, a move up for, for – maybe 12 or 13 guys or 10 or 11 guys total you got to have a, a a dance partner to make those trades and and maybe he did and and they're just he couldn't he couldn't swing a trade you know there was a report he tried to trade up in the first um in the first round and, and couldn't make that happen so there's a lot we don't know with what he tried to do and 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 couldn't get accomplished in terms of trade and maybe trading some picks to move up so uh, overall, I, I can't complain with what happened.
0: Yeah, I, I have to assume that, uh, and they got Justin Jefferson, who I think is a great pick from LSU. It was Judy, it was Lamb, or it was Ruggs maybe that was being targeted as far as the move up. I guess we'll we'll never know. Uh, I, I do want to get to Nate Stanley, but before that, the first pick in the seventh round, and I've struggled with his name since he's been at Michigan State, uh, Willekes. Try and help me. willicus Willekes. Um I'll be surprised if he doesn't make the team. Watching him play uh, in college, look, we go back to Big Ten media days last year. Uh, Ted in Chicago, and the three guys we're talking about: Chase Young, you're talking about AJ Epinesa, and we're talking about Willickis at uh, at Michigan State as three defensive linemen who are pains in the you know what to block and wreak havoc on a on a on a weekly basis. Well, we we know what happened to the first two that we talked about. Willickis somehow falls to the seventh round. I, I think he's going to play in the. League. I'll, in fact, I'll be surprised if he doesn't.
2: Yeah, both him and DJ Wanum I thought, were pretty good picks. And, and when you look at the Vikings, what happened to the Vikings roster prior to um, the draft? You know, they lost longtime defensive end Everson Griffin, and there's there's reports reports he might come back. But uh, you you got to like the, the the future going forward. And and um, Andre Patterson, the Vikings' defensive line coach, is widely regarded as one of the best in the business. He just he just churns out. Really good defensive lineman. So, if if you're a defensive lineman and you got drafted by the Vikings, uh, I like your chances to have a future in this league.
3: Ted, uh, you know Nate Stanley incredibly well. He threw five touchdowns against your Buckeyes, including <laughs> one of them <laughs> hanging on his leg. So maybe you have a, a different view of the seventh round pick out of Iowa. Your thoughts? A chance to stick for Stanley in Minnesota? Uh,
2: you know, I was actually at that game in Iowa City when they <laughs> when they put when they hung 55. five. Um, you know, I hate Nate Stanley, to be quite honest. <laughs> no, um, you know, Nate Stanley, I think there was, a, there was a joke floating around Twitter. The only reason, uh, the Vikings drafted Nate Stanley is because that was the only way they could get him to quit, quit beating the Gophers. <laughs> right. Um, anyways, no, I, I, you know, you look at Nate Stanley, He obviously a developmental guy. Um, they, their, their quarterback, their, is, is cousins. Their backup is going to be Sean Mannion. I think he's got a, a legitimate shot to compete. For the number three job behind uh, behind Browning, I, I, it'll be. I, I think it'll be one of those. You know, take your pick. Come training camp, I think whoever performs better is going to get the job. So to just say he's uh, he's just a training camp arm is is unfair to Nate Stanley. He, he's shown potential. He can he can play. I think his big issue has been consistency in his in his career at Iowa. I mean, you go out one game like you know we, we talked about that Buckeye game, and he just looked like he was going to be a first team All American, and then. Other games he just struggled for really uh, unknown reasons. I, I can think of a couple Michigan games where I just kind of expected him to just light the Wolverines up, and, and he struggled mightily. And, and Michigan State, and just other games, you know, against what you would consider lesser competition, he just he didn't play very well for whatever reason. So if, if the Vikings can can unlock that key, or unlock you know find the key to unlock that, I, I think Stanley's got a a decent chance to stick to the roster.
0: Hmm. Did you get uh, did you get more satisfaction out of the Vikings draft or the Packers?
2: Uh, why not both? <laughs> uh, I mean, how, how can you know? Overall, I thought it, it, in the rest of the NFC North, the Bears. I didn't. I didn't for not having a first round pick. I, I don't get the, the Cole Komet pick, but I thought the Bears did fairly well when you consider yeah. the Khalil Mack trade into that. I thought the Lions had a pretty pretty decent draft overall, and then you look at the Packers. How many guys were taken in the draft? Two hundred and fifty-four, two hundred fifty-five. Not one wide receiver taken by Green Bay. Mm. They trade up for a quarterback. Uh, they get a running back in the second round when they already have two pretty decent running backs on the roster. You, you just, you know, I, I read later that that was that that trade up in the first for Jordan Love was a power move by Lafleur because he's already sick of Rodgers's crap. Um, mm-hmm. so, I don't know. I mean, they were thirteen and three last year, and you, you kind of think they only only needed. One guy on the outside to help Devonte Adams, and and with the running backs they have, and and the defense that played fairly well for the most part when it when it counted, that they would have been a legit Super Bowl team. I, they're still going to be good. They have Aaron Rodgers as long as you have Aaron Rodgers. That's something you can't discount. But but man, it was puzzling. It was really puzzling what they did.
0: Ted, we are out of time. Thanks for coming on and giving us a few minutes. When the uh, schedule comes out, we will uh, have you back on. We'll talk about what lies ahead for the Vikings once we do get to September or October or whenever they do get underway. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate it. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Thank you. Daily Norseman Ted Glover uh, joins the program. KXNO and iHeartRadio want to help you with your bills. Uh, Text the keyword bills to 200 200 right now it's your chance to win a thousand dollars that's bills to 200 200
2: you'll get a confirmation text and info standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest
0: NCmic sponsors restaurant radio it's next Miller and Condon till noon 1460 kxno106 get hope hopelawfirm.com com.
2: Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO.
5: And now on 106.3 FM.
0: Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, taking you until noon. We'll hear from the governor in about a half an hour. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. More on the NFL coming up at 11.30. We take you just before noon. Time for Restaurant Radio. NC MIC makes it possible. We're grateful to them for doing that. Uh, kind of a light load here today, but we're going to cover, uh, get the ones that we have in here. And you can be a part of it. Uh, we do it every Tuesday and Thursday. If you'd like to hear your restaurant, uh, simply email me, KenMillerShow at gmail.com. There's no charge for this. No catch for this. Just come on on, two, three, four minute infomercial what you're doing uh, to get through these times in the carryout to business, etc. Or you can find Trent on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, go to Trent Condon on Facebook, give you your information. We will line you up for next week. But right now, uh, as we mentioned, Trent, at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. Joe Palmer from Palmer's Deli was on uh, last week. We are talking about box lunches and, you know, civil so employees getting together, the ones that uh, essential workers type of thing. Um and Michael from uh, from Stall Construction called me and said, you know, uh, thanks us for what we're doing. And said, our company does this. We're doing it in the next couple of weeks. We're uh, applauding our employees for, I believe it was 100 days um, on the job without an accident. And we thought, you know what? Let's have them on, kind of remind folks out there that box lunches, there's still a lot of restaurants in our area doing box lunches and stall Construction. Lisa joins us, and she's buying lunch, or the company's buying lunch for the next couple of Fridays. Lisa, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on and telling your story. How are you? good good thanks for having me no I appreciate you coming on so i thought when you know when michael reached out i thought that's a great idea and that will lead me into reminding folks out there that just because you know for the most part businesses have been shut down so the essential workforces maintain the zoom meetings you can get boxed lunches dropped off and at your employees houses if you want to go that far but you guys are doing a really nice gesture with a couple of local restaurants who are they lisa do you um can you share that with us and and how are you going to about this?
5: Yeah, yeah. So, Stahl's safety lunches are really just focused on the men and women who work on our job sites and achieving these milestones of 100 consecutive days without a lost time accident. Uh, It's a milestone that many companies or jobs um, aren't able to accomplish. So, we want to highlight those folks that are um, putting themselves out there every day. So, yeah, like you said, one safety lunch is scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, which is actually celebrating 200 consecutive days of safe work nice. by our excellent subcontractors, um, and that we're doing local box box lunches with um, a local food establishment in Inkeny. That would be Jethro. Jeff, Jeff, yep. Um, and then we have another one scheduled for next. Friday as well, and we're doing box lunches with a local food establishment in Urbandale.
3: Very nice. Can you tell us, Lisa, a little bit more about stall construction? You mentioned the subcontractors, but construction mm-hmm. companies. There's so many of them across the metro area, and, and what stall construction construction does?
5: Sure. Yeah. So stalls provides uh, professional consulting, development, general contracting, uh, construction management, and design build services. So we serve the education, hospitality housing, civic, office, retail markets. Um, and we also have a specialized kind of expertise in occupied construction, uh, adaptive reuse, um, urban infill work and sustainable practices.
0: Very interesting, yeah uh, so uh, even through these times uh, the workforce is showing up and safety maintains uh, uh, continues to be a priority over there, which is absolutely great so what do you do? you just shut down over the lunch hour and you feed the crew is that how you do it or how do you go about this?
5: yeah, basically, so we're you know our, our biggest goal is we're we're keeping our job sites active and open and uh, we you know it's our our priority to provide quality and safe jobs to our team and our trade partners. So mm-hmm. Um, In addition to, you know, having extra screening and additional cleaning and kind of practicing those safe distancing protocols and ensuring that everyone can be safe and productive on the job sites, and um, basically our our safety lunch is kind of one way of showing our appreciation while also supporting the local food establishment. Um, You know, our our field workers have continued to work, you know, safety each day throughout this entire pandemic, and, um, you know, we've we've done our safety lunches outside of the pandemic as well, but... Now, more than ever, it seems to really make, you know, a difference. Um, we're doing our best to guide everyone through this time and, and providing those resources. But it's, it's really our our team on site and our trade partners and our subcontractors that are the ones putting, you know, the work in safely. So to be able to achieve those those 100 consecutive days or 200 consecutive days, um, we've actually gone over 400 consecutive wow. days in the past on jobs Um so that's been, that's been great. And, you know, without them, we wouldn't even be talking about this. So well, that's really just a, a way to say thanks.
0: Absolutely. And glad you are saying thanks and glad you're using local restaurants to do so. Uh, Jethro's tomorrow, the the, the crew's going to eat well. <laughs> Jethro's yeah. is a, a really yeah. good spot. And next week, an Urbandale establishment going to do the same. Keep up the good work, uh, Lisa at Stahl Construction. Appreciate you coming <laughs> on and sharing your story. And hopefully that will lead to some more companies out there uh, remembering that box lunches are still an option for their essential workers out there lisa thank you thank you have a
5: good day yeah
0: you do the same appreciate you coming on all right uh, brock is with catch des moines they've got a couple of things that trent i believe they're going to break some news maybe here as far as what they're doing on at at catch des moines i don't know if we're actually it's good to set to go yet but as in the ending of the planning stages and brock from catch des moines joins us brock thanks for coming on trent and ken how are you
6: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. How are you guys?
0: Doing well. You know, it was impossible yesterday on your on the uh, the Twitter uh, catch Des Moines uh, Twitter account. To, uh, you know, choose your day in Greater Des Moines. You had six itineraries out there. Boy, oh boy, it's it's tough to narrow this down.
6: I know. Did you guys pick one?
0: I did. I did. I um. I actually I picked two. If that's okay, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the farmers market, then have brunch at Americana, and then finish up at uh, at Exile with a couple of beers. But boy, you can't beat a ball game, an El Bait shop, Hessen House. I'm a big fan of the German stuff uh, that they do over there. Not a big shopper, so I, I said I, I turned down Jordan Creek, but Wellman's makes me wanna go. Very
6: difficult choices, Brock. I know it. Yeah, we can't wait till that becomes a little bit more of a reality.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Well, what are you guys doing? When uh, when we spoke yesterday, you said that you've got a couple of things that are um, that you're about to launch at Catch Des Moines, uh, com. That's a terrific spot, a go-to destination, uh, some restaurants on there, some of the to-do stuff. It's going to expand here, obviously. There's going to be more things to do in the weeks, months to come. But what were you alluding to in our conversation yesterday, Brock?
6: Yeah, so um, you might not know this, but next week is actually uh, National Tourism Week, and so we actually have recently partnered with uh, the Omaha, CDB, uh, Minneapolis, Kansas City, and Sioux Falls uh, to kind of do a collaboration, which, you know, is uh, kind of unique considering we all kind of market to each other and each other's uh, markets and, you know, kind of go after the same sort of visitors and stuff. but. Uh, We are collaborating together and working on a virtual vacation uh, promotion next week. And basically what we're doing is uh, promoting each other uh, as virtual vacations. And what that will hopefully do is kind of get some travel inspiration for each of our cities and different markets and and, kind of get that travel inspiration for when the time is right that people can go out and actually, uh, you know, travel to each other's cities. And, you know, so one of the things that we're doing is promoting a lot of the the videos that we did with Scott Sipker that highlights a Mm. lot of our partners and a lot of our awesome things to do around the city. So uh, that's going to be a pretty fun little campaign that we're doing next week. Brock, when we
3: get open back up, and uh, one of the things I was thinking about, uh, my parents, they're. Incredibly excited to see the grandkids. Me and they don't care. But seeing the grandkids, <laughs> right. they're excited. How about something for people that are coming to Des Moines, families coming in, and, and something different, something new? You know, there's so many different hidden gems in this area. When we get open back up, things that maybe I haven't thought about, taking my parents to, having them play with the grandkids that maybe just aren't at the forefront of our minds.
6: Right. You know, and I think, I think a lot of the things that you want to do around the city um, obviously are things where, you know, there's a lot of people – uh, a lot of attractions that, you know, Adventureland and, uh, you know, the Iowa Cubs games and uh, different things like that. But, you know, where, with times kind of changing and people easing into the travel, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of great opportunities with our bike trails, mm-hmm. our, uh, you know, our parks and uh, just different things to do outdoors. I think is a great thing that you can do with your family members uh, to kind of ease back into that.
0: Yeah, the website, uh, the things-to-do link that you have on the website, I mean, you can get lost in there for yes. a significant amount of time. That's very well done, Brock.
6: Thank you very much, yeah. And, you know, that's, uh, that's an effort. It's an ongoing thing with how much stuff is growing here in the metro. Uh, and how many new businesses are popping up and different things to do. So that's it's kind of a big task to keep up with that.
0: I bet it is. Um, restaurants as well. You've got a good list of restaurants on your page as well as updates on all of those. So what are you seeing? And it's been, I think, 50 days or for... I think I, I saw something yesterday. We're 50 days today without sports. Oh, wow. So which kind of coincides with everything uh, shutting down, Brock. But that's how we kind of keep track in our world over here uh, at KXNO. But what have you seen? I mean, obviously, people are, are doing their best to continue to support your local businesses when they can, right?
6: Absolutely, yeah. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing. Our our DSM Local Challenge that we partnered with the Greater Des Moines Partnership on, uh, that's had, uh, just an update on that, that's had almost uh, 35 million impressions through social media, that, that effort. So a lot of people are really going out, supporting local restaurants, supporting local businesses, and sharing that experience. So that's been really great to see. Uh, and then, you know, w- one of the things I was kind of alluding to also that we're going to be launching within the next couple weeks is uh, you're not only supporting those restaurants and different businesses, but also supporting our hotels. Um, you know, they're struggling pretty hard right now also. And so we're going to be launching a campaign that's going to be really beneficial to them, but also beneficial to a lot of customers like yourself. You were alert- alluding to your family hopefully coming to visit and see the kids and whatnot. Um, we're going to be launching a hotel bonds initiative with our hotels. And what that will do is allow customers to, uh, through our website, we're partnering with a lot of the different hotels in the region, where you can buy bonds. So similar to savings bonds, uh, where you can buy a $100 bond, and that $100 matures in 60 days to $150 worth of credit to that hotel. Uh, So it's a great way to not only do, you know, Uh, In 60 days, when everybody feels a little more comfortable to travel, it allows you to not only do staycations if you wanted to, but also... You know, get those hotel bonds for your families, for your parents, for your cousins, for your friends to come visit when the time is right.
0: Well, we appreciate all that you guys are doing at Catch Des Moines. I thank you for uh, hooking us up with, uh, well, Courtney from uh, Des Moines Partnerships going to join the program next week. I believe she's going to be on Tuesday, so thank you for that. And thank you for what you're doing at dot com. It's a wonderful destination website. Check it out, folks. Thank you, Brock. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Let's go to Mad Meatball. They're in the process of
3: moving from the East Village. Where did you say Trent they're headed to? They're going to the uh the Lincoln Gray station. They the basically this huge thing that they're they're building just off of the lake over there. Well, Andy'll be able to fill us in a little bit better about what's all happening. Andy oh, over here. Please. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Behind, oh, hey, Andy, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you?
4: Hey, thanks for having me.
3: So fill us in a little bit here. Mad Meatball, it is certainly grow into a local favorite, I know, for a lot of different people. And during this time you guys are in transition going through things. So fill us in. What's the latest as you guys make your move over to the link at Gray Station?
4: Yeah, so um, excuse me. So while, while we're moving from uh the old location, the new one is yeah, it's about a mile uh west of where we were right there on MLK. And uh but while we're doing that, my brother, he owns a, a bar in Clive, so uh, his staff isn't working, my staff isn't working, until so we decided to start doing carry-out, uh, mad meatball pizza out of his kitchen uh, uh, during the, the coronavirus shutdown.
0: What's, what's his place? Uh, tax Pub. With a Z, right? Yep, with a Z. Gotcha. So that's where you're doing it. Now, okay. So I'm on the, your Facebook page, um, or I'm—I don't know if maybe it's maybe it's your Twitter account. And I'm reading what you're doing. And this was your tweet from yesterday. And I got to ask you about this one because I love wings. I love wings. <laughs> Due to demand, we have added our famous PB and J. And I'm assuming. That's peanut butter and jam wings starting tonight. All right, you got to sell me on peanut butter and jam wings.
4: Well, if you've never had them, you got to try them. I mean, they're they're <laughs> probably our most popular wing sauce. Uh, they take a little bit for us to make, so we weren't going to add it during this. Yeah, but, you know, just everybody kept asking for it, so we decided to throw it on there. And yeah, they've been moving like crazy. So just just yesterday alone.
0: So was this an accident? Was this an accident that led... <laughs> to, were you having a sandwich and you dropped it on the wing? Wow, this is pretty good. Now, how does this come about?
4: Well, so, so, there was a vendor trying to pitch me a Thai peanut sauce. And I'm like, you know, mm. we're kind of Italian. I don't, I don't... You know, just it didn't really feel right. And then... But he left the sample. And we so we started just messing with it for a while. Yeah. And, you know, we ended up mixing some jelly with it and then put in a few other things. And... And... It's just a taste that you can't ever forget. And, you know, I, I don't know else what to say.
3: Talking to Andy from Mad Meatball, they're del- having their pizza coming out of Taps right now. You can find Taps at 8450 Hickman Road in Clive and get some of that great pizza and the wings from Mad Meatball. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Andy. What happened to the Twitter account? All of a sudden, Hawkeyes, one of my favorite followers on Twitter, the guy that riles up, certainly Cy Hawk, Twitter. Hawk Twitter. Hawkeyesy. Okay. He's and got a lot of, of followers. Sudden, it becomes Mad Beatball. And now it's back to Hawkeyes again. Can you fill us in? Can you give us the story of what happened? Or is that one that you're going to take to the grave?
4: Oh, no. I don't mind telling the story. I hope Mike doesn't mind. <laughs> uh, I think, Trent, you know Mike. I do. And uh, so we started that Twitter account. Uh, like in 2006, I think. Wow. Maybe 2005. I mean, It was right when Twitter first came out. And we 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 shared it and used it, but then as we got older, Mike took off with it and got it popular. But they, he always keeps riling somebody up. <laughs> and, and so he wanted to step back. And so we're like, okay, let's just turn it into Mad Meatballs account. And then while we're moving, we switched it back to Hawkeyes.
3: Aha! Uh-huh. So it's back into the form that we uh, grew certainly accustomed to throughout the years and him throwing barbs and basically everybody. It's not just Cyclone fans. It's pretty much everybody, right?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he has anybody that's off limits.
3: <laughs> no sacred cows.
0: And, and, and
4: I would say 90 90- Ninety-five percent or more of the tweets comes from Mike.
0: Nice. Well, Mad Meatball, they are still doing business out of Taps Pub. When will the? When will you guys? Um, you know, the new place over by Gray's Lake. When will it be finished?
4: So they're they're still working. Um, it, right now our target date is late June, early July. Okay. It doesn't seem to like it doesn't seem like this coronavirus has slowed down construction at all. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that it won't. Um. But so I anticipate being open sometime in July for sure.
0: Well, keep it up, Mad Meatball. A lot of folks have found it over in the East Village, and I have a feeling a lot of folks will follow you to the new spot. I- I'm going to follow you because I now have to try peanut butter and jam wings once you guys get going again. Uh, you-, Sorry, you-, you-, you sold me. You sold me. I'm a wings fan. Uh, normally, uh, just barbecue sauce for me, kind of old school. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out a little bit here. <laughs>
4: All right. You won't, you won't regret this one.
0: I look forward to it. Andy, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Good luck to you at Mad Meatball, okay? All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. All right. So, so Brad's busy. Brad is Horizon Line Coffee. Horizon Line Coffee. They are, got a really nice website, by the way. Well done, whoever, uh, their webmaster is over there. Uh, Horizon Line Coffee. And, uh, let's find out what's going on, what, uh, Brad is doing with them. Brad, uh, welcome to Restaurant Radio. How are you? Good how are you doing doing well so what have how have you guys had to adapt uh, during these times
7: I um, mean so these times have been I mean definitely unique but we've adapted we are our storefront is currently still closed uh, to the public but we've been still roasting tons of coffee we've been doing local delivery for uh, coffee roasting and then also for uh, we've been offering some drink packs on through our website that sell out and I mean, so fast, like really, like a few minutes. Yeah.
0: Uh, the website is horizonlinecoffee.com, horizonlinecoffee.com. Now, you told me when we spoke yesterday that you're actually going to be, you're probably out on deliveries right now, and you do this, what, three times a week you deliver? So folks want to get, um, you know, I, I'm assuming beans, right, that type of stuff. How to, uh, tell us all about it. Yeah, for
7: sure. Uh, so we uh, I'm roasting still a few days a week and delivering those those uh, like fresh roasted coffee bags to people. And then we we're offering cold brew packs and different iced latte packs on our website uh, that we do. We guarantee delivery at least three days a week. And then uh, occasionally, if you follow us on Instagram, it's kind of our main uh, way of communicating with people and engaging on social media. We'll do random just drink packs that we're like, hey, we want to do something fun today, we're going to mix it up, and then we'll offer it on our website, and then people will buy it, and then we'll go out and deliver it the next day.
3: Brad, I'm 40 years old. I've never had <laughs> coffee. I've never been a coffee drinker, In as I'm getting older... Wait a second. You've I, never had coffee? I, I've had a sip, and I, it's, it, it didn't work for me, okay. and I just haven't since, but... I drink, own though. I, I know, I, I need my caffeine in the morning and I, I have a diet soda, which is not a great thing, certainly for it. So for somebody who wants to dip their toe in, that wants to become a coffee drinker and, and have that be part of the routine, how do I ease into this thing? Because initially the taste, I just, I couldn't get over it, <laughs> really. No, I, I feel you. Um,
7: I think... Uh, I mean in, in a good introductory drink I think is like an iced vanilla latte it's okay. a, a classic staple for a reason I mean it's got a little bit, it's got more milk in it than it has coffee so a little bit more mild coffee flavor mm-hmm. um, and then I mean I, we we enjoy I mean our black coffee is kind of our, our jam at the same time we we put a lot of effort into roasting sourcing great coffees ethically sourced coffees um, but then we put a lot of time into our seasonal menu so like right before we we closed due to COVID-19, uh, we introduced a seasonal menu. So like a lemon basil latte or chata ube latte, blueberry cardamom. I mean, so they're drink flavors that we really put a lot of effort into to offer a more creative experience. All right. I think any of those would be a good a good introduction for you.
0: Do, you, right. have, do you have a, a dark roast? I, I like my coffee so strong that my spoon can stand up in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, what would I like?
7: We've got a, a coffee right now. It's from Honduras, and I think it's uh, a super awesome coffee because it's a little bit more classic, uh, kind of like nut chocolate, yeah, uh, but then with like a touch of acidity. And I think it's a, a pretty, it's a crowd pleaser.
0: Good stuff. So Horizon Line Coffee, uh, how how far in advance do you have to? Like you said, you're delivering what three times a week. So um, a day in advance, two days in advance. Help us out with that. We'll let you get back to your deliveries.
7: Yeah, for sure. So we are currently doing deliveries Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And so on the day before, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, on our website, the the drinks go live at 12 p.m. And then when they sell out for the next day, then they're they're gone for that day.
0: Horizon Line Coffee, once we do get the green lights, you can find them on Walnut Street, 1417 Walnut Street in Des Moines. Uh, right now you can find them online, horizonlinecoffee.com. Brad, thanks for coming on and telling your story. Uh, best of luck to you uh, at horizonlinecoffee.com. Thank you.
7: Thank you so much.
0: Good to talk to you. Uh, we'll finish things up here today with, uh, well, here's a staple.
3: Yeah, I, I might not do coffee, but I do do beer. And I like to do it with Barntown Brewing. Boy, do they have some great stuff going on. JB joins us. JB, good to talk to you again. How's things going? We talked to you, what, probably a month ago, right at the beginning of the shutdown. How are things out at Barntown Brewing?
1: Hey, you know, obviously we're all experiencing a little bit of change, but we're staying fairly busy. People are keeping us in the top of mind and coming out and buying beer to go and buying food to go so we're very thankful for that. So when
0: when we, we this was, you know, that came upon us, right? When you got the news and I th- was it a Tuesday, whatever it was. It was, you know, I think you probably opened up or you. You got up in the morning, you had no idea that boom, everything was going to stop as suddenly as it did. Um obviously your mind's got to be racing, right? At that point and I don't know if you went to best case, worst case scenario, but by the sounds of things, uh this has been way beyond your expectations as to I mean, how bad it could have gotten, obviously, by the sounds of things, you didn't get anywhere near that, which is wonderful.
1: Absolutely. I think, that, I think the key word here is pivoting. And right off right. the bat, you know, the first day we, we pulled a table in front of the door and started doing takeout right out that door. And our system has evolved this entire time, embracing a contact-free pickup for food, people calling in. We've adjusted our phone lines so that we can accept more calls. And, you know, we, we're just thankful to a neighborhood that clearly sends the message that they want us to be around long-term. We can't do it without them. I've said a lot of times, the party doesn't happen without you, Des Moines. Mm -hmm. And in this instance, I'm saying the party doesn't happen without you, West Des Moines, Milwaukee. So we're super thankful that they just keep on coming in, and clearly people need a little beer in
3: their lives <laughs> that they do well not just the beer but also the food that goes along with it and uh i have a buddy that lives right back behind you guys there right in the west des moines Waukee area they had the the family pack with the chicken fingers and the mac and cheese said it felt it filled fed their family of four for two days hmm. in a row it was just so much food there you guys do it right there and looking for something not having to you know put it together you get a crawler of beer and a great meal to go along with it can't beat that
1: Right, absolutely. Let's take the let's take the guesswork out of it, whether it's one of our burger packs, one of our chicken sandwich packs, or that straight-ahead chicken tender pack, which has been so popular. Hmm. One price, beer, uh, root beer, uh, for the kids or for you, and plenty of food to go around.
0: Barntownbrewing.com is the website, barntownbrewing.com. What about Hours, uh, JB?
1: You know, we're taking fall-in orders as early as, as 11, but we are offering pickup for food and beer service from noon to 8 p.m. every day. Um, and I challenge you to just press us hard so that we have to expand those hours. Nice. We'd love to serve you some more.
3: That sounds great. Hey, JB, we've talked a lot about the beer in the past. How about the root beer, though? That one has me intrigued. I'm kind of thinking about maybe a root beer flow coming up this uh, weekend. Tell us about your root beer.
1: You know, the, we do we do a darn good root beer, and we've actually started moving towards wanting to have that. More visible. We've got a great, uh, great presence. We just started putting it in four packs of cans mm-hmm. or two packs of cans that you can pick up for either 6 or $11. That's a great uh, summertime option if you're not looking for anything with a little uh, alcohol punch. But in addition to that, starting to do these slushies, dude, we've turned our slushy machine back on with the carryout cocktails. You now can get <laughs> kettle sour-based slushies. So nice. come on in and grab a mischievous grin. It is fantastic.
0: You are pivoting in a big way at Barntown Brewing, and you really have to. JB, thanks for coming on. So happy that things are working out as they are for you. Obviously, you want to have uh, people in your establishment, and we'll get to that point. But glad that Barntown Brewing is adapted and pivoted, and at least to this point, uh, things are working out. I'm on the website. It's a terrific website. Best of luck, JB. Thank you.
1: We look forward to serving you.
0: Indeed. Good to talk to you. Uh, Brad Miller, no relation. Just tweeted me.
3: Brad ha- Miller, the former Purdue basketball player, Brad Miller? I don't Miller?
0: think Okay. Just just checking. Uh I'm looking at his uh what what's the picture on his Twitter? What do you call that thing? Your Avatar. Oh, your Avatar thing. I was gonna call it an icon. That one. He's wearing a cyclone pullover. So, he's so I guess don't not. think it's okay. prob- all right uh but his uh, his tweet to me is uh you have to try the peanut butter and jam wings. Uh, Brad makes them at home, but adds a lot of heat to them.
3: Okay. So he kicks them up a little bit. Have you tried the PB&J wings? I, I haven't. And this is the second, during our conversations, at restaurant radio yeah. with the PB&J. Remember the fries from Curban Cuisine? I
0: hadn't until you just said that now, but now I remember, yes.
3: I love peanut butter and jelly. I that's Well, who didn't make, have it as a kid, right? right? Make that for the lunch for Ella? Yeah. And it's easy. I'm going to make one for myself because they're good. And she's happy. Yes, So now I'm thinking about these things. PB and J wings. The wings, I'm in. The fries, I'm in. This is, yes, great flavors. Can't beat
0: it. Indeed. Well, Brad, thanks for the tweet. Yes. Brad adds a lot of heat to him, so we'll (laughs) see. All right, that's going to do it for Restaurant Radio. Thanks for being part of it. Uh, Thank you to NCMIC for allowing us to do this. We do it twice weekly, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays fill us up folks. Uh we, we need your help with this. We truly do. If you have a um a restaurant that you like to go to, here here's what we're having trouble, I think, getting across to Central Iowa. There's no charge for this. No. I, I could get an invoice in the mail. No. I, I think that folks don't believe it. They just well this is too good to be true. This can't be true. Mm-hmm. It's a three, four, five minute infomercial to tell us what you're doing about your place because here's the thing. We know that for, in most cases you've had to lay off your staff, furlough your staff. We get it. But we want your doors to be open for when you get to hire these restaurant people. So many of them uh, are now out of work, and we want those doors to be open once the green light is given. So come on our show and tell us what you're doing, please. Show at com. You can be a part of it. Trent Condon on, on Facebook. Just shoot him a message. We'll line you up. Tuesday or Thursday of next week. Uh, The governor of the state of Iowa, will uh, we will air her press conference bottom of the 11 o'clock hour. Vinnie Iyer from the Sporting News. Back to the NFL. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.5.